Well, it's good to be with you again, praise God, and today is the last day of 2021. Wow, what a year it has been. We have seen God's faithfulness, and we have seen God's goodness, and we have seen God's mercy, and we look forward to the future. We look forward to entering into 2022. Who knows what is in the year ahead, but I know who is in the year ahead. And I'm glad that Jesus has gone before us, and I'm thankful that Jesus is good and that Jesus has already prepared the way. He is faithful. I want to preach out of Numbers chapter number 13. Numbers chapter number 13. And as we prepare to say goodbye to 2021 and hello to 2022, I'm preaching on this title, Going Forward in God's Plan. Every believer needs to go forward in God's plan. God has a plan for 2022. God has a plan for my life. God has a plan for your life. 2021 may not have been everything that we had hoped for, or maybe it was more than you had hoped for. But we can't live in the past. We can't live in yesterday, but we must live in today and the future. God has a plan for you. Don't forget it. Don't let the devil lie to you. God is not finished with your life. There is a plan for you, and God's plans are Good. Now notice I didn't say that God's plans are easy, but His plans are good. I want to begin reading in Numbers chapter 13, verse number 26. The Bible says, And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel under the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh, and brought back word unto them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there." The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for our time as we prepare to enter into a new year. We pray that you would help us leave the old year well so that we may enter the new year well. God, I ask that you would empty me of myself. I pray you would cleanse me of my sin. I ask that you would fill me with your sweet Holy Spirit. God, I pray you put your thoughts in my mind, your words in my mouth, and your heart inside of me. Help me to minister to your people. Help me to Help them further along the way. God bless them, bless their families, 
Bless their ministries in the year ahead. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. We read and pick up Numbers chapter 13, the spies that had been sent into Canaan's fair land had brought back report of what the land was like. Now Moses had formed a committee to send them into Canaan's land to spy out the land. Now this committee was not to determine whether or not they went into the land or not. They were simply to go find the best route to take into the promised land. But as with most committees, this committee morphed into a decision-making committee. And we see here this decision-making committee, the majority, they brought back an evil report. And the congregation chose to listen to the majority on the committee. May I just say this, the majority is not always right and the minority is not always wrong. We have to make our decisions not based upon a vote, but based upon the word of God. God had miraculously brought the children of Israel out from the bondage of Egypt. He had performed mighty signs and mighty wonders in Egypt that were undeniable even to the Egyptians. And we see that God did not just bring them out of Egypt to wander and live their life based upon their own mind or their own will, but God brought them out because He wanted and He planned to bring them into Canaan's fair land. You know, God always brings us out of the world so that He may bring us into His plan. God always brings us out of sin so He can bring us into His purpose. God doesn't just forgive us so we can run around and shout that we are forgiven and we're heaven bound, but God forgives us, reconciles us, redeems us, and restores us so that we can be sons and daughters of God now today and live the will and purpose and plan of God for our lives. And we see here that God's children chose not to move forward in God's plan. I wonder, how are you doing? Are you moving forward in God's pl plans? Or are you living in yesterday? Are you stuck in yesterday? Are you stuck in last year? Are you stagnating? Are you getting all you can and canning all you get and sitting on the rest? Are you moving on with God? Are you further in the way today than you were yesterday? Are you closer with God today than you were yesterday? Yesterday, Are you walking in God's goodness? Are you walking in God's grace? Are you moving 
forward with God. He has called us to be soldiers. He has called us to march forward. He has called upon us to take territory and win victory and accomplish great things for His name while we are here on this earth. No matter what comes in 2022, it is not time to go on the defense. It is not time to circle the wagons. It is not time to get back on our heels. It is not time to put on autopilot. It is not time to coast, but it is time to move forward in God's plan. I want to give you a few things here that really kept the children of Israel from moving forward in God's plan. They stopped halfway. They stopped short. And you and I do not have to stop short. We can keep on going and keep on growing for the glory and honor of God. I want to give you four things here that the children of Israel faced And I want to apply them to our lives and let's be sure that we don't get hung up and stop before we enter into what God has for our lives. I want you to see, first of all, the challenges that they had to fight. The challenges they had to fight. Notice what the Bible says in verse number 30. After this evil report was brought up that we read about earlier, he says the people that dwell there... He says that they are the sons of Anak. He says that the cities are walled. He says the Amalekites, the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, and the Canaanites live in the land. He, The ten spies shared all the challenges that were ahead of them. All the challenges and the obstacles that stood between them and God's plan. Notice what Caleb says in verse 30, and Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it for we are well able to overcome it. Caleb said, look, let's go up right now. Let's move forward in God's plan. Let's not stop short. Let's not pull up. Let's Keep the pedal to the metal. Let's keep moving forward with God. And he tried to encourage the people. He tried to get them to stop debating about God's plan. He tried to get them to stop discussing God's plan. He tried to get them to stop voting on God's plan. And he said, let's go up at once. Let's do it now. Because if we don't do it now... We may never do it. Brother and sister, when you know God's plan, when you know God's call, when you know God's purpose, there is nothing to pray about. There is nothing to get counsel about. There is nothing to fast about. There is time when God reveals His plan. It is time for action. It is time to move forward and seize the opportunity and take advantage of the light that God has given. But notice what the Bible says in verse 31. 
And let's think about the challenges they had to fight. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched under the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of a great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. We see here that uh, the ten spies brought up all the challenges. They said, we can't enter into God's land. We can't move forward in God's purpose. We can't advance in God's plan. There are too many challenges. They are too many giants. There are too many obstacles. It's just impossible. There is no way that we are going to be able to overcome the barriers that face us. There is no way to overcome the challenges. Brother and sister, there will no doubt be challenges between us and God's plan. There's going to be challenges that we have to fight in 2022. There is no way around it. God is not going to clear out all the challenges. No, that's not how God operates. God is not going to remove all of the problems that are between us and His purpose. God is not going to remove all the mountains. God is not going to remove all the valleys. God is not going to remove all the rivers. God is not going to remove all the doubts. God is not going to remove all the fear. God is not going to remove all of the trouble. God expects His children to fight, to stand, and to believe and to move forward in God's plan in spite of the challenges that we are going to face. See, God's people in numbers, they allow the challenges to be bigger than God's call. They allow the problems to be larger than God's promises. They allow the enemies to be bigger than God's command to go forward. We must be careful that we don't allow the economy to be bigger than God's word. We must be careful that we don't allow a health challenge to be bigger than God's promise to us. We must be careful not to allow the doubts in our heart and our mind to be bigger than the goodness and the promises of God to us. The New Testament tells us that walking and moving forward in God's plan, there's going to be a fight. Paul said it this way in 1 Timothy chapter number 6 and verse 12. Fight, that's the command, fight the good fight of faith. Paul tells them there is a fight, but it's a good fight and it's a fight of faith. See, fear is what we fight against. 
Fear is the antithesis of faith. Fear is faith perverted. Fear is the enemy of faith. God has called us to move forward in His plan by faith, but the enemy wants to use fear to make us stop moving forward with God. Fight the good fight of faith, child of God, and look past the problems to the God of the Bible, the God of our salvation, the God who has delivered us from Egypt, the God who has broke the back of Pharaoh and let us enter into God's promises for our lives. We must move forward in God's plan for our lives. We cannot allow the challenges that we must fight to keep us from moving forward. Yes, we're going to face them, brother and sister, but we must move forward. Paul says in 2 Timothy chapter 4, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Listen, Paul even had his own fight and he says, I finished God's plan. I accomplished God's purpose. I did not allow the challenges that I had to fight to keep me from moving forward in God's plan for my life. See, that's what happened to the children of Israel. They allowed the giants. They allowed the walled cities. They allowed the warriors. They allowed uh, their doubts to keep them from moving forward in God's plan. Not only do we see the challenges they had to fight, we see number two, we see the collapse of their faith. Look what the Bible says in verse number 14, uh, Numbers 14, verses 1 and 2. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would God we had died in this wilderness? Do you see it? Their faith collapsed under the pressure of the challenges. See, just the day before, they were rejoicing in God's miraculous Deliverance. They were rejoicing in God's salvation. They were rejoicing in God's sacrificial lamb. They were rejoicing in how God had led them. They were singing songs of victory. They were giving testimony of praise. And then because there was an evil report brought up by ten men, it caused the faith of the whole congregation to collapse And brother and sister, when faith collapses, we stop moving forward in God's plan. Why? Because it requires faith. God's plan requires faith. God's promises require faith. Moving forward with God requires faith. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter number 11 and verse number 6, but without faith... 
It is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. See, it takes faith to move forward with God. And listen, Israel, their faith collapsed because of the negativity of a few Men, ten men, their doubt and negativity influenced the whole congregation. I want to encourage you and I want to encourage myself. May we never be the bearer of discouragement. May we never be the negative Nancy. May we never be on the cold water committee. You may ask, what is the cold water committee? You know, it's that committee whenever somebody gets on fire for Jesus, they dump cold water on them. You know that committee whenever somebody has an idea or a heart to do something great for God, that cold water committee pours that cold water on their fire to put it out. Listen, these ten men were on the cold water committee. Hey, listen, they caused the faith of the whole congregation, almost two million people, to collapse. The Bible says that the whole congregation, in other words, there were only four men that believed God. Joshua, Caleb, Moses, and Aaron. And everyone else, their faith collapsed. Brother and sister, we must be sure that we feed our spirit the word of God. Why is that? Because the Bible teaches us faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. Stop listening to the negativity. Stop listening, listening to the pessimistic people. Stop listening to the antagonistic people. Stop listening to the doubting Thomases. Stop listening to those that say it cannot be done. Stop listening to those that say we don't have enough money. Stop listening to those that say it will not work. Listen, if God is given you a promise and God has given you a burden and God has revealed to you His plan, listen, you must block out the negativity because trust me, it can cause your faith to collapse. We see the challenges that they fought. We see the collapse of their faith. Don't you see the third reason they didn't move forward in God's plan? It was because of the comfort of the familiar. You know, that is an enemy. The familiar, the comfort, the good things in our life. I've seen many, many Christians not move forward in God's plan because they're busy holding on to the blessings that God has given them in the past. Sometimes we must let go of what is familiar and we must release what is comfortable and get uncomfortable and launch out into the deep in order to move forward with God. Let me give you, let me back up for a moment and give you a little encouragement to keep your faith from collapsing. Remember this. Obstacles are not God's stop signs, but they're God's opportunities. We see here the Bible speaks of this comfort of the familiar. 
Notice what the Bible says in Numbers 14, verse number 3 and verse number 4. And wherefore hath the Lord brought us unto this land? Why has God brought us here? To fall by the sword? That our wives and our children should be a prey? Then watch this. Were it not better for us to return to Egypt? They said, let's turn around and go back to Egypt. Let's turn around. Let's forsake God's plan because we're familiar with Egypt. We had food there. We had homes there. We had graves there. Let's go back to what was comfortable. Let's go back to what was familiar. And we see in verse number 4, And they said one to another, Let us make a captain and let us return into Egypt. See, the people of God had been brought out of Egypt, but Egypt had not yet been taken out of the people of God. I've met many believers. I've met many Christians. God has brought them out of sin. But listen, God has not yet been able to bring sin out of them. God has brought them out of the world, but God has not been able yet to get the world out of them. Why? Because they are too busy looking at what was familiar. They are too busy looking back at what was comfortable. Listen, I'm telling you, when God saved me, it was all new to me. I'll tell you what was comfortable and what was familiar a bottle of alcohol and a bag of dope was comfortable and familiar. And listen, I'm so glad that when I put my hand to the gospel plow by the grace of God, I've kept my eyes ahead of me and when I've been tempted to turn around and I have been tempted to go back to what was familiar and what was comfortable, I'm so glad by the good grace of God, He has steadied me. Oh, hallelujah. He has kept my eyes in front of me. Oh, glory to God. He has kept my heart towards my heavenly home. And even though the devil tempts me and he tries to turn me around, I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. Listen, the children of Israel, they were tempted by what was comfortable and what was familiar. You know, Many people in the church today never move forward. Churches are stuck in yesterday. There's many churches that are dying. There are many churches that are dead. Why? Because they're stuck in the comfort of the familiar. They will not try anything new. Uh, they won't reach anyone new. They won't change anything. Listen very carefully. Uh, they're still, many churches are still doing the same things they did 50 years ago and the church is dying on the vine. Attendance is in decline. Water baptisms are in decline. Listen, churches are dying, but they will not adjust. They will not move forward with God because they're stuck in tradition. They're stuck in what is comfortable. They are stuck in what is 
familiar. And look, they'd rather die in Egypt than enjoy the land that flows with milk and honey. They would rather die in tradition. They'd rather die in religion than move forward for the glory of God. There are two phrases in particular that churches use uh, when they're not moving forward with God. One phrase they use is this, well, we've never done it that way before. That's a dangerous phrase to use. Let me give you a, a second phrase that reveals a church that's not moving forward with God. Well, we've tried that before, but it did not work. Here's a third statement I'd like to add to churches that aren't moving forward in God's plan. Well, this is the way we've always done it. And we are not going to change just to reach people. Those three statements reveal that a church is no longer moving forward in God's plan. I will say this, we should never change our doctrine. We should never change the gospel. We should never change the Bible that we use. But brother and sister, there are some things that we can let go of even though they are familiar and even though they are comfortable. If it is going to allow us to reach more people for the glory of God and get the gospel message to them and so they can be saved. We see here that there is the comfort of the familiar that keeps many from moving forward with God. Listen, the world's always changing. People are always changing. And we as the church, we must reach the world. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter number 11, uh, Hebrews chapter number 11, and I want to read in verse number 15. Hebrews 11, verse number 15. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had an opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, an heavenly, wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for He hath prepared, prepared for them a city. Listen, the Bible tells us in Hebrews 11, these great men and women of faith that move forward in God's plan. The Bible teaches us that if they had spent their life and their ministry thinking about where they came from and the country they came from. They would not have finished their race. They would not have finished their course. They would not have seen the promises of God. They would have stopped short. They would not have moved forward in God's plan. Listen, brother and sister, we need to be sure that we are not getting stagnated, that we are not dying on the vine because of the comfort of the familiar. We must desire something better. We must desire what is ahead of us in 2022. We 
don't need to keep doing things the way we have always done things. There are some things that we would do well to change. And then there are some things we would do well to embrace and hold on to. Not not all tradition is bad. Not all comfort is bad. Not all familiar is bad. But listen, we must never allow the comfort of the familiar to keep us from moving forward with God. I want, you to, I want you to see, fourthly, here's the solution. We see the reason they didn't move forward was the challenges that they had to fight. The collapse of their faith, the comfort of the familiar. But I want you to see this, finally, the courage of a few. Uh, Numbers 14, verse 5. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. And Joshua the son of Nun, and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes. And they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to search it is an exceeding good land. If the Lord delight in us, then He will bring us into this land and give it us and a land which flows with milk and honey, only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bread for us. We'll eat them up. They'll make us fat. Their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. We see here that a few had courage to move forward with God. We see that... Israel missed God's plan for 40 years. But these four men, we see particularly Joshua and Caleb, their courage enabled them to finally enter into God's plan. We need men and women and teenagers and boys and girls in our church that will have courage. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Brother and sister, we need to move forward in God's plan with courage. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Will you move forward with me in God's plan in 2022?